you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. I'm Rhett Lewis, and this is NFL Inside Report. Tight end block, fullback block, breaks tackle 40 on the numbers, the 50 foot race to the 40, going to the hash mark, the 30, a foot race to the 20, down the middle, 10, 5, touchdown! A burst by Harris. Up the middle he goes and finds a 64-yard gap. And the Patriots on top here in the first quarter. 5-18 to go. 6-0. An explosive move by Damian Harris. Coming off one of the most anticipated Monday night football games of the season to close up week 13, the New England Patriots in swirling winds at Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park, New York, dominate the Buffalo Bills on the ground to get a victory and assert their dominance in the AFC East. Our Mike Giardi joining us following that game. And Mike, every Monday on Move the Sticks, we hand out quarterback grades to the five rookie first round rookie quarterbacks. And I've been in charge of giving Mac Jones's rookie report card each and every week. And it's easy this week. A plus. I mean, have you ever seen a quarterback execute an offensive game plan as flawlessly as Mac Jones and his three passing attempts did on Monday night? A plus plus. Thank you. I mean, thank you. You know, it's funny. I, uh, one of our colleagues uh, was like, well, you can't, this is why you can't say that, that wins and losses are a, are a quarterback stat, right? And I'm like, well, now you're sort of removing the quarterback from, from checking them into right plays at the line of scrimmage. It's not That's as right. if he didn't have freedom to say, All right, yes, we are going to run the ball. We're going to run the ball until you stop us, and then we're going to keep running it anyway. But he's got to get there and say, I've got options here. We're, where do I want to go? Do I want to do I want to swing it to the left side? Do I want to go back to the right side? Right. Do I want what do I want motion? So, you know, he, again, his control over the game is underrated. Uh, I think we've talked about it, you know, at various points this season about his intelligence and all that. 
but I think he's got good control at the line of scrimmage as well. And yeah, look, obviously they didn't put as much on his shoulders as Josh Allen had put on his or a lot of other quarterbacks this weekend. We run the plays that are called and um, we had a game plan and obviously that changes a little bit with the elements. But at the end of the day, um, I think we had the looks that we were looking for to run the ball and we just kept doing it. But he did what they asked him to do. And as he said yesterday, you know, like we, we got points. We got more points, points than they did. We won the game. That's all that matters. They did. I mean, and he completed nearly 70% of his passes. So <laughs> there's, there's, there's that two of three, two of three is something. Now, look, he, here's the thing that I keep coming back to on this, this run game that we saw here. I mean, there have been countless times this season for multiple teams when they have needed a single yard and have not been able to get it right. And it, it, it's more systemic for some teams than others. I'm just trying to think of teams that would commit like the Patriots did to this type of game plan and to be able to be that successful with it, I feel like is pretty rare and pretty exclusive to the team that resides in Foxborough. Yeah, I think it's something that Red, you heard when you were here uh, covering the Patriots as well about, well, you know, Bill, whatever it takes to win, you know, like you, you want to say like this is their identity. And I, I think power running is sort of their identity. Yeah. But they'll tell you. Well, yeah, it might be this week, but next week, if we have to throw the ball 45 times, if that's what we feel like gives us the best chance to win, that's exactly what we're going to do. I remember a game plan early in the, the first run of the dynasty. Uh, they got Corey Dillon. They win at 0-4. Dillon's awesome. I think he rushed for 1,600 yards that year. The next year, they go to Minnesota. The Minnesota had the best run defense in the league. They had the William boys up front, the two yeah. monsters. And they just said, they went to the game, they go, we're not even going to try. We're not going to try to run the football. We're going to spread you out, and we're going to throw it all day long. And they had success. I think a lot of teams would say, "No, no, no. We we we're gonna we're not going to let you dictate to us. We're going to try to run the ball there." And and maybe you you know you waste a few series before you realize this isn't going to happen. And maybe that's the difference in the game. That one or two series that you just didn't get anything going. The Patriots aren't stubborn like that. They were just like, "We're gonna we'll morph to whatever we need to morph to win the football game." And clearly, in the conditions. And with their offensive line and with the Buffalo's defensive line, they felt like, let's just run it down your throat until you stop it. Bill Belichick on if he's ever been part of such a run-heavy game. I don't know. We didn't throw the ball much in high school, which, you know, is probably right. Uh, so, I, I look, I guess it, it all makes sense. But I, I'm wondering if you can imagine with me the conversations that were happening as this game plan was coming to life, right? Because it's not like they just decided on Saturday – like, oh, it's probably going to be bad weather. We should probably run it, you know, 60 times this week. So I'm like, what? Like, is, is McDaniels in there with Belichick? Are they on the phone with, like, Jim Cantori? Are they like, <laughs> so what are we really getting into here in Orchard Park, New York? And how do we tailor the? Because, like, they had to make a decision on this. What? I mean, Monday, Tuesday, as they're getting ready for this game and these, these big practices leading up yeah. to this? You know, we talked to Belichick, I think it was, I'm trying to think of it was Wednesday or Thursday of last week. And he said, like, look, I, you know, you can look ahead to see what it is, but until you actually get to it, you, you don't really know. Usually, you know, talking about it once we know for sure when it is, which a lot of times that's when we get to the stadium. It's hard to really think, hang your hat on a lot of predictions here. So we'll, we'll go with the known information. Belichick has always taken shots at meteorologists over the years, you know, like who gets their, who, who gets to keep their job and be as wrong as much as those guys are or females right. in this case. So, uh, yeah, I, I think there, there was probably some conversation looking at it, but also just knowing like, Hey, we have, 
we're pretty deep into our bag now. We have a, a bunch of different stuff that we've used and we can use. Right. So as we get closer and closer to Monday night and you start to see like, ooh, it's going to be, you know, pretty yucky. about yeah. the 30 miles an hour, now 40 miles an hour, now 50. And then, then I think when you set foot on the field, you go, yeah, look, this is, <laughs> any this is idea of trying to push the ball down the field is going right out the window. And I think, you know, it's funny now, Rhett, is that there's an advantage here for the Patriots the next time they see the Bills, which is December 26th at home, because they didn't dust anything off from the from the passing playbook. The Bills, I mean, they can look yeah. at tape, but they didn't actually get to experience it in person. And, you know, that's just another one that you can kind of put in the back of your, uh, your, back of your cap there and say, well, we'll hold this until we, we see you again. So it, it, it is kind of interesting because, like, you know, if you're trying to decide, like, all right, are you trying to minimize the quarterback here? Are you really just playing the conditions? It, I mean, it's not like the Bills had the 32nd ranked run defense in football. I mean, this sixth ranked rush defense in football coming into this game. Now that's going to change uh, here following these results. But um, in order to like assert a, that kind of dominance over a team, you feel like it's also like Patriots kind of replanting the flag in the division, so to speak, even, even if Belichick won't admit, maybe just more kind of symbolically. I think the Patriots heard uh, all that came out of Buffalo in the last year and change. And obviously there were plenty of players that were on the field in particular for the game in December in Foxborough last year, when the bills absolutely scorched them. I mean, just an absolute beating uh, Sean McDermott talking about how he's going to take a couple hours to enjoy this, just sort of savoring that moment that we finally unseated the beast of the East, if you will. Yeah. And, you know, look, the Patriots were going through a transition period last year. Now, did they think that they were going to be at this spot already this year? I, I don't know. I mean, clearly they spent the money to try to improve their roster dramatically. Uh, as for the rest of it, though, I don't know if they thought they'd be this far along. But uh, look, there's no question. There's a lot of prideful guys on that team. Who heard that? And as you well know, the, the if you can find motivation, these guys will find motivation in even the the smallest of places, and sometimes they'll even manufacture it. So I don't have any doubt in my mind that that bothered them, and that it bothered them that people talked about Kansas City and Buffalo as the as the cream of the crop in the AFC this year. And as this started to get rolling, no question that they circled this one and said, "Let's let's let's give them a little something. Let's remind them." Who's been the boss for the last two decades? Uh, and they did uh, very much so in this game and, and, and in the manner in which they won it. Now, um, I was listening to, and as they sit here at nine and four, number one seed in the AFC. I mean, I, a lot's changed in the last calendar year, certainly for these New England Patriots. But um, I was watching the Manning cast of the Monday night game. And, um, you know, Peyton was not hiding his disgust for the Patriots <laughs> game plan, um, jokingly. Uh, but. I'm curious because they did mention this, like how does Jacoby Myers and Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne and Nikhil Harry feel about the way that this, uh, this transpired? Well, Nikhil Harry should just be happy that they got away with a win right after the yeah, after the parts. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I think that what we've seen here, Rhett, especially, well, it even started before the seven game win streak because yeah. you had players telling you like, Hey, we're not out. We're not a one and three team. We're not a two and four team. Like, we, you know, Judon kept saying, we know what we have in this room. You know, it's been a play here or a play there. We start making those plays or start eliminating those mistakes, and you're going to see what we're really all about. Come on, man. I, I know y'all know this by now. Man. I say it every time I get up here. We know what we got in the locker room. We didn't, we didn't get down on ourselves at all. We knew uh, the type of players we had, and we knew 
that we just need to execute just a little bit better and uh, focus and hone in on the small detail. And they were steadfast in that when things weren't going very well. And then they've sort of remained with that same approach. So, look, every wide receiver wants to get targeted. Everybody wants the – Hunter Henry wants the ball. Aguilar wants the ball. Yeah, exactly. You and I did. (laughs) You want the ball. I mean, that's that's what you're out there for. But I think the idea that they're winning um, trumps everything. And I think, you know, we we keep hearing – the guys use the term brotherhood. And it really does seem to be a very strong – uh, bond with this group that they and they've come together, faced some adversity, and now all of a sudden again you're you're sitting atop the AFC uh, mountain here, if you will, with with four games to play in the regular season. And I I just you know I think those guys are fine with it as long as they keep getting the results that they're getting. Bill Belichick now thirty six wins against the Bills, tied for the third most by any coach versus a single opponent in NFL history. It has certainly been uh, a run of dominance. And just to kind of go back to it, Patriots first team to win a game with fewer than three completions since the Broncos did it on a seventeen to ten win over Kansas City back in two thousand and eleven. That was a Tim Tebow game, yeah. uh, if you if you might recall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first team to win a, a game with. It fewer than 20 pass yards since the Panthers did it more than 10 years ago with 11 passing yards. I, I, I Now it's it's kind of fun to remember some of those games because I was like, oh, we've never seen anything like this before. Yeah. No, it actually turns out we have. Um, and it wasn't like back in 1967. It was it was actually in this <laughs> century. So uh, well, it pa- is. Patriots, right, Patriots and Bills in 2008, right? The, the, yeah, the swirling win wins. Yeah. And Matt Castle threw the ball eight times. You know, they had to bring forklifts out to straighten out the goalpost because <laughs> the right. wind was that nasty. And, and actually Belichick after the game said that 08 was worse conditions than the, what they faced now. You know, I don't know how many yeah. players. I, I, well, Slater might have been there. I'd like to get Slater's take on that, but yeah, that yeah, was, that was. Um, that, Bill they, they showed then. They, they threw worse. it eight times. Yeah. They showed it then. They, they won't. You know, they'll they'll play with what they have to deal with here. And then just lastly on the running backs with Ramondre and Damian Harris. And I think Harris looked like he pulled up with a hammy or something yeah. at some point on one of those chunk runs after the the, the long touchdown run. Um, in terms of the way that they kind of bounce off each other, I mean, is this as good a backfield share as we're seeing in the league right now? It certainly feels that way, right? And yeah. it's, you know, people were saying thunder and lightning. I think it's thunder and thunder, thunder, thunder because yeah. both of those guys, I mean, both of those guys have plenty of speed, um, but they just love to punish people and lower shoulders. They go wildcat with Damian Harris waiting on the snap from Andrews. He takes it. He runs to the left and Harris Got to it. the goal line and in, bruising four. Touchdown, Patriots! It's good effort. Good effort by Harris here. Great leg strength. He gets hit at the goal line. Toss it. Stevenson takes the contact, dishes out the contact, and gets extra yards. Even Brandon Bolden, their third down back, who's been around for a million years and, you know, is filling the shoes of the injured James White, he's not afraid to do that as well. It's almost like there's they feed off each other and they feed off that, that sort of element like, Oh, did you see what I just did? I just ran through 56. Well, well, now it's my turn. I'm going to run through 58 right here. You know, like I got you. Uh, they, they all came to the podium in support of Bolden. The three running backs were all together. That's pretty cool. uh, in support of Bolden. And uh, um, David Andrews said after the game, like if he could transfer himself to one room, of course, he's a center. He said, I want to go with the running backs because they're the life of the party. So that's a good group that that have really sort of embraced the challenge of, you know, losing white was a big deal. Uh, and yeah. Brandon has done a terrific job there. And Ramadre at first game fumbles the ball, gets stuck on the bench for a few games and has come back and he's protected the football. 
Um, and, and they're going to need it. You know, like as you pointed out, Harris on the, was this 22 yard run, I think in the third quarter that he, he once again, kind of came up lame. He came up lame right before half and then he tried to push it there. Good, good week to have the buy. Right. But now we'll have to see how that, that recovers and even have someone like JJ Taylor who helped yeah. make Sony Michelle expendable, you know, who hasn't got a lot of playing time, but th- there's, there's depth there and they've used it and they've needed it. And look, I, I don't think we can talk about this offensive game plan, you know, without mentioning what happened up front uh, with, you know, an offensive line that saw some transition this year, um, surely, and, bring, you know, bringing Trent Brown back, getting him back healthy. But the other transition, and we've seen it, you know, kind of not work uh, a few years ago. And Dante Scarnecchia retired the first time as the offensive line coach and then ended up having to come back a couple of years later and now retired again. How is this version of the Patriots offensive line leadership helping to mentor that group and allow Josh McDaniels to craft this type of game plan with confidence? Yeah, I mean, they had such a hard time at the beginning of the year sort of getting their five guys out there. Right. Uh, you know, Trent Brown goes down seven snaps into into week one and you don't see him again for, I want to say, nine weeks, Yeah, um, which was a massive loss because they felt like when they pulled that deal off with the Raiders that they had you know, pulled one over on everybody. Like, Hey, this, this guy was awesome for us in 2018 and he's going to help us establish that sort of power offensive line that we want, whether it's Cam Newton, who at the time was still the starting quarterback or, you know, for drafting a rookie. And of course it's, it's Mac Jones, but then there was just injuries. They had COVID issues. They lost it when you and, and win for a couple games. Yeah. Um, you know, they ended up inserting Ted Karras at left guard and he's really helped stabilize things for them. And I, you know, again, I don't think that's what, Ted Karras was signed to probably be the center because David Andrews is a free agent and they figured Andrews was going to get more money and go somewhere else. Well, that's not how it played out. Andrews comes back. Now you have this guy in Karras who's played a ton of games, both at guard and center as your, as your swing guy in the interior who play all three positions, but they, they put him in there and defensive players, Judon said like he, he singled out Karras a couple weeks ago. He just said like, he brings an element of toughness um, to that group that, I don't want to say they were lacking because I think those are tough guys up front, but it just maybe it galvanized that group even more. And then you get Brown back and he's played pretty well. You know, that's no good two weeks ago, but this week, obviously very good. And then Isaiah Wynn has finally settled down at left tackle. This, yeah. this is the guy that they thought this is the guy they picked up the fifth year option for. He's finally playing like that first round pick at left tackle. And yeah, it's, it's, uh, They've come together. They they love that plan. You know, like David oh, Andrews. Is like, there was probably David Andrews said there was probably the only one guy. Yeah, there's probably only one guy on our offensive line that's ever been in a game like that, and that was Shaq Mason, who played at Georgia Tech when all Georgia Tech did was run the phone, right? Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah. So um, yeah, just interesting. And they embraced it and they loved it. And it's um, that that unit to me cool. is key. They they, yeah. they keep they be keeping Matt clean when he does pass, and now they're opening up holes for this uh, this running back and group and really sort of established who they are as, a, as an offense. Oh, you mentioned Matt Judon and his respect for the guys that he uh, runs up against in practice. Uh, certainly commanding the respect of opposing offensive lines. We get into his impact and the defense uh, that shut down the Buffalo Bills in the wind in Orchard Park right after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Mike Giardi back here with us today on NFL Inside Report after one of the most anticipated Monday night football games of the year goes the Patriots way on the road in the wind in Orchard Park, New York, getting a win over the Bills, maintaining their spot atop the AFC East and now atop the AFC as a whole as the conference's number one seed. Certainly run game had a big impact as we've been talking about here today, but also defense. You can't have that kind of game plan without having confidence in your defense to limit the scoring of the opposing team. And that's certainly what the Patriots did, led by Matt Judon. Allen a throw off the play fake. Now it's in trouble and he's tripped up. Judon eventually will bring him down. Now has 12 and a half sacks on the season. And Mike, did you feel the crunch of that hit that he laid on Josh Allen? Um, yeah. That he kind of stayed down for a minute too. I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, and, you know, they kind of made the case on the broadcast and maybe he put his weight on him there. That's a, yeah. that's a touchy one that he had actually just gotten called for the last week or two weeks ago. And he was like, you know, I guess I, when I'm falling, I should roll. I, you know, that, that, that's a difficult play for all those, uh, defensive Certainly. linemen and linebackers. But I mean, he's, he's been, uh, I think better than advertised because it's not just what he's done on the field. And obviously production has been terrific, especially as a pass rusher, but just again, Speaking to what we spoke to in the last segment about this sort of chemistry with this group, he's an energy guy. He's he controls the boombox in the in the yes. locker room. He he's, he takes requests. So there's country, there's pop. There, you know, Michael Jack. They're playing whatever. And the people. Yeah, he's like, and he says something about Detroit music. Now, and not like Eminem Detroit music. He's got a thing for Detroit music. He said they haven't quite caught on yet, but he's like, I'm going to get them there. Um, but he's just sort of that's what he is. You know, he comes in again. We have the press conferences. Uh, the in person twice a week and players are on the on the podium and Judon loves to come in there and smile and make a little crack. <laughs> what up, y'all? What's the deal? There's a little room, by the way. Uh, let's get it. He just brings that sort of energy and the looseness to the team that I don't think a lot of people uh, from the outside looking in ever would assume that that would happen in Foxborough, but yeah. um they let you be you as long as you're doing the stuff that you're supposed to do in terms of on the field and obviously in your in your study. If you're putting in the work, th- they allow you to be you. And Matt Judon has been able to be, be him, and it's it's given him a nice jolt. 
Bill is the defensive yes. coordinator and the game plan runs through Bill. And so how has he kind of organized, you know, along with Steve and Gerard Mayo and that and that, you know, crew organized this unit and got them playing as well as any defense in football right now? Well, I think we, we know that Bill uh, likes to have him be man to man defense. He likes coverage that yeah. way. He likes corners that get in your face, you know, and you, you go all the way back to Ty Law, but then it's, you know, adding someone like yeah, Asante Samuel, then it's adding Revis, uh, Tlaib, Gilmore, like that. That's something that they've done and like to do. And I think, again, they went into this year with that idea. And I think they really struggled playing man. And I think you really saw it in particular against the Cowboys when Dak Prescott threw for like a million yards and, um, yeah. could have won the MVP that week alone with his performance. Right. Um, and I think between never being able to get Gilmore back on the field and then obviously trading him, John Jones, who's their slot guy, who's a, he's, he's a good slot guy. Uh, he goes down with a season-ending injury and has surgery right around that time, sixth, seventh week of the season, that I think they sort of looked at it and said, we're not a man team anymore. We don't have those guys that can get in people's faces and do this you know, snap to snap. We'll still play some man, but we got to sort of make that switch to zone. You know, you got JC on one side doing what he does, but I think it's really helped Jalen Mills on the other side. Miles Bryan, who made the big play at the end of the game of the pass breakup, uh, undrafted guy who comes in is basically playing the star for them this year with, with Jones out. Again, more of a let's not put him in that position where he's isolated one on one in the slot. Let's play some zone. Let's let guys see things and then close on the football. And that transition was pretty stark. I mean, they went from playing hardcore man to 70, 75% zone. And it, I, I think it's just made a, a great difference for that group as a whole. You know, I think they're rallying to the football. I think guys like Mills, I mean, I think Mills is playing really, really well. And I don't know that I would be saying that if they stayed man, but I think this sort of approach has really benefited the talent that they have on the team, which again goes to show you they'll morph into whatever they need to morph if that's what it takes. If this is how we're going to win, then this is what we'll do. And let's, let's throw ourselves into it and let's play it as best as we possibly can. And then though we get the final drive by the bills and the final play, really the fourth down and 14. Here we go. Fourth and 14 Buffalo at the 18 of the new England Patriots in the shotgun with three one. And you know, it's, it's essentially, you know, we talk about a lot. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a zero blitz of some sort, right? And you've got miles Bryant, sitting back there kind of in the hot zone, right? Where, where you're going to see as, as they were talking about on the broadcast, some sort of double post action, trying to get Cole Beasley across his face and get the outside receiver in right behind him. Allen looks over the defense, got the shotgun snap. They rush five. Here comes the blitz. He throws a line drive pass. Patted down at the one. Patted down on the hatch mark by Miles Bryant at the one-yard line, just outside the goal line. And New England's defense does it again. They do it again. He stands tall. I mean, like, what does it tell you about that guy being, you know, an undrafted free agent and another guy like that having that big of a role in that key of a moment? Um, for a team like this in the Patriots? High football IQ, right? These guys are, are told all the time, like, just because you're on the practice squad, like, you have to prepare like these other guys are, and you have to be ready for your opportunity because eventually, as we know in a long season, it usually comes for these guys at some point because of injury. Yeah. You know, he, he was someone who who played a little bit last year um, and 
you know, you, you saw him. He, he was out there. You're like, this guy belongs in the league somewhere. I don't know if he's a starter, but he belongs in the league. And then, again, starts this year on the practice squad. But eventually, because of the Jones injury, gets called up, and he's, he just makes an impact. And they, they guys talk about him all the time. McCourty said he's a sponge. And he goes, you don't know. Like, he, he plays the star. He played some safety last night. They'll line him up all over the place. To your point, the zero blitz yeah. last night, Sean Davis, former Pittsburgh Steeler, yeah. who was signed to the practice squad about a month ago, He's the guy coming. He's one of the guys coming on the blitz. They played five snaps, but there he is on fourth and 14. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Yeah, wow. and he's he's in the game. I mean, that's just they, – they trust those guys. If you're out there, we're going to trust – it's kind of remarkable in that way, but they just say it's that, that whole thing. Do your job. You got that job. Go do it. Do it as best you can. Do it in practice. Do it in game. And they see that carryover. And then just looking here at, uh, I mean, it, it complimentary football at its best outside of the special teams gaff with Nikhil Harry. But, you know, you look down the, the string of the AFC contenders, Tennessee, Baltimore, Kansas City, L.A. blew them out this year. Um, I, you know, ha- haven't seen Kansas City yet. Haven't seen Baltimore yet. Right. And then, right. you know, is there is there a team out here that like could give the Patriots problems? You know, as you look at at the yeah. way that they can attack different teams, different ways. I still like Tennessee a lot, but yeah. obviously what Tennessee's... That's dependent on getting right, healthy. The, yeah. yeah. It, it, is AJ out there? Is Julio out there? Yeah. Maybe you get Derek, although I think if you don't... I mean, obviously Derek is in the lead running back. So if you're, if you're running with Foreman and you're running with Hilliard, it's not the same thing. But if you have AJ out there and Julio out there, once again, that'll sort of enhance the play action game. They obviously came into Foxborough a couple weeks ago, ran for 270 yards in a game that they, you know, they didn't have any of those guys. So I think between their physicality, their toughness, and just the variable factor, I think um, they're clearly, they built that team to be a mirror image of who Mike is. Mike's not afraid of the Patriots. Mike knows sort of the mystique. And they muddied up that game with all those guys out. And made it a fourth quarter game. Now they end up getting smoked. I think the score was yeah, a little bit more lopsided. Yeah, and it was a little bit more lopsided than it actually was. But you know, like that's a team that came in shorthanded and and they made you sweat a little bit. So that that's a team I look at. And I think Indy's an interesting one, right? Because they're playing great. Coming um, off the bye week next week. Right? Yep. And that's, week, a, week that's, week a, yep, that's a Saturday night game, the 18th, Patriots at, at Indy. And that'll be to me a really interesting one because obviously Jonathan Taylor is inserted himself in the MVP conversations, having a phenomenal year. Uh, again, like I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, the Patriots couldn't stop the run against the Titans, and they knew the Titans were going to run the ball because they didn't have any receivers, and they, <laughs> they gave up a ton. So despite what the numbers say, where I know the Bills were like a top-10 running team, even though that, I think it's mostly because of Josh Allen, right? Right. right. Um, Indy's going to run the ball. So, yes. you know, we'll see what the Patriots look like then because that'll be a, a massive, uh, you know, yet another one. There's They played about six games of the year, and that's going to be another game of the year for them in Indianapolis. All as the Patriots sit in first place in the AFC. <laughs> Just like we expected. I mean, and you know what? It, it, with a game, a pivotal game coming up against the Colts, more so for the Colts in week mm-hmm. 15, like, uh, feels like 2007 again. You know what I mean? It feels like 2005 again. Like, where's Peyton and, and Tom? Um, but it's uh, it's going to get interesting uh, here with the New England Patriots sitting atop the AFC. Mike Giardi setting us straight. Mike, thanks, bud. Thanks, Rip. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. 
So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. And that's going to do it for this episode of NFL Inside Report. Thanks so much for being with us. Reminder to download, rate, review our show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. We certainly appreciate it. We'll be back with you on Friday, looking ahead to week 14 in the NFL. For our producers, Thomas Horn and Tim Parachka, I'm your host, Rhett Lewis. We'll catch you next time. NFL Inside Report is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.